0: Could you please introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, sure. This is Pat Walsh from Ipswich running for Mayor in 2020.
0: Have you ever been a member of the Labor Party?
1: Uh, No, I haven't. (laughs) Interesting question. No, I haven't. But I am a a member of the Greens Party and have been for quite a few years.
0: And and have you ever been a member of the Liberal Party? No, I haven't. This is a, a wide open election because of the number of candidates for Mayor and also for Councillor positions in four divisions. Is this the first local government climate change election?
1: Yeah, that's uh, an interesting one. I would say possibly yes. Um, I think as a Green, we've always had climate change uh, in the mix. But um, yes, certainly for the first time, I think um, with the bushfires recently and in our neighbourhood, obviously, floods. Uh, I think climate change um, is being recognised now much more strongly. And I think even just meeting people on the streets, is a bit more recognition that we need to take action. So, yes, I would say probably yes.
0: What are the other main issues for your campaign?
1: Um, well, the first one, which I'm sure everybody is talking about, is that um, for Ipswich, It's it's a working-class town... Uh, But it gave its democracy away to property developers and um, large waste companies and um, so they could generate large profits. So the first thing to do is take our democracy back. And that, that I think, is um, uh, the first order of business. And from my point of view, um, I feel in the mayor's role, um, that's the most important part of that role is to lead from the top and help build the culture that the administrator has already been rectifying.
0: Just on that point, Operation Belkara identified that one of the main sticking points with the candidates in the 2016 election was that they ran as groups but did not acknowledge this and did not, you know, that when people were voting for them, they didn't realise that they were voting for really a group of of candidates muscling up and using funds to to help each other. How would you address that question?
1: Well, I think the the steps they've taken through the ECQ are pretty strong steps. Um, I think there's a whole different complexion around this election this time around. The ECQ have been uh, very vocal and they've put um, also a lot of procedures and steps in place to capture that type of uh, bad behaviour and bad activity. Um, from my point of view though, um, I am the only badged candidate in the in this election and I'm standing for the Greens. And um, I think the first point I would make is that I am putting myself and my credentials um, in front of our community, but I'm doing that in an open way I stand for the principles that the Greens stand for, which is social justice and the environment and participation in democracy. So um, those principles are what people will get and it's very clear uh, what they're getting. Um, I think other candidates uh, do have party affiliations which will be relevant when they're in office and um, unfortunately the uh, electorate are being asked to do the hard work of finding out what those credentials are and therefore what the likely influence is down the track, which I think is, is not right.
0: Well, in the, in the 2016 election, one, one candidate actually had two bank accounts under the Electoral Act. Of course, you'd know you, only have, you should only have one bank account for donations. So do you think that they have tightened it up sufficiently to make that less likely this time around?
1: Um, Look, I do. I I do think that the rules are pretty clear and the um, weekly reporting that we're doing at the moment and the real-time reporting that will come later uh, make it very difficult to have what I would term off-balance sheet accounts. Um, I guess it's not impossible, though. Um, I'm an accountant by trade, so it's possible to have support for your campaign that is... um, um, you know, background support, um, and um, but but certainly the financial support and the um, donation of funds and the management of expenses is mu- is much clearer and much tighter this time around.
0: The uh, previous uh, uh, administration, they set up a number of private companies, and um, those companies were part of the way in which the vehicle that they used. Um, for dealing with developers, for dealing with waste operators and also for ripping off the ratepayers of Ipswich. Um, Now, as I understand it, the administrator um, has not wound up at least one of those companies. Um, What would you be doing with regard to that whole issue of council setting up these private companies to be a sort of a, a middleman in their dealings with business?
1: Yes, so um, I think the whole process um, that Ipswich Council went through in setting these companies up was was badly abused. So there's, I think there are two things here, Ian, there's the the process that they went through, which is setting up companies. Uh, But then there's also the governance that they employed in running those companies. And um, uh, unfortunately, the councillors weren't any better at running companies than they were at running the council. So um, they set companies up, um, didn't have the expertise to run them, got into all sorts of strife. And everybody in Ipswich is very well aware of the losses that have been made in the city centre, which have been tallied up to about $80 million. Um, But that's because councillors are not property developers or landlords and um, they made really bad decisions and then off the back of that they were also uh, helping themselves to lifestyle choices like um, flying around the world and um, those sorts of things. So that culture is what got them into trouble. The fact that they set companies up, um, that's a separate issue. Um, It could be done better. But I think there will be, at this point in time, no appetite for um, Ipswich going down that path again. Um, So uh, I think the steps that the uh, administrators taking to wind companies up is the right step. Um, But also from a legal financial point of view, those companies do need to be wound up in the right way. And uh, the Ipswich City Properties Company has been rolled up into Ipswich City itself, so all of the uh, assets and liabilities have come onto the council's books and then become um, council's problem. Uh, I'm not aware of the company you're talking about that still exists, but there may be some uh, particular issues in that company that need a little bit more work on them before uh, the winding up can take place. And uh, that will be reasonable, but again, as, as long as it's done in the right way.